The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? The time has come. The game we talked about at the beginning of the season that both of us just said, let's roll the balls out and get there. Just like USC and Texas back in 2005. It's Clemson. It's Alabama. Uh, Bear is out in the office, the game day office. So if you hear a little, a little noise in the background, that's, uh, that's people just doing some work and getting ready for the game, right, Bear? Absolutely. We got it all, all rolling here. All hands are on deck and getting ready for, uh, for, for a long weekend of a lot of coverage. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so as I mentioned, we're here. Uh, I'm going to call this Roman numeral four. What do you think of that? I, 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 I like it. We'll have to get, uh, have to get RD on board with that. It'll have a little more, a uh, little more airtime than, uh, <laughs> than, than, you, than you and I here, so we will see if we make that stick. Well, it's here. You're in, you're in San Jose. Um, how's the vibe? Uh, the, the vibe right now is, uh, as we record this on, on Friday, uh, I don't think the community knows that there's a college football game being played on Monday night, and nonetheless a college football game between the uh, two of the, the, the best teams of our generation. So uh, hopefully uh, things will pick up atmosphere-wise over the next uh, – couple of days or so but because right now it, it seems like a very uh well you 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 played in in the bay area you know i mean this is not we're not, we're not talking about a, a college football hotbed here and, and and i think that's part of the problem with the perception of, of this game and this whole oh is clemson alabama bad for then you're 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 playing the game in an area where college football is not a popular sport uh, it, it's the, the ticket prices are now falling through the roof, and you got a situation where you got teams trying to cut guys coming trying to come from 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 southeast part of the country. Ticket price, the uh, airline tickets are just incredibly expensive, yeah. and uh, it's hard for people to get here. So don't 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 let that spoil your uh, your your day in watching this this game on Monday night because it's going to be a uh, a great game. Uh, a couple things. Uh, I was a young buck uh, getting recruited out here, and I didn't ask the question about crowds and how you know how uh, how what should we should expect for game days when the old cardinal uh, lined up on Saturday afternoons. That's on me. But it did not take long to figure out that there are not a lot of college football fans out here, even when you're winning. And we had you know a '99 season. Um, that's a whole different story for a different uh, time that I could go into depth and talk about all the excuses people have out here. And, you know, they, they just, they're built in their head now. Um, but the other thing is, is, you know, I, I say Roman numeral four, I've been at everyone. You've been at everyone or no, you weren't at last year, huh? I was not last year. I was, uh, in, you're at the Rose. Bowl. I, was, I was at the, I was at the other semi last year at the Rose. Okay. Bowl, yes. So I, I've been, um, I've been here, uh, for all four. I've, I, and every, I mean, this is, this is why it's so good to me. Every time I come into this, I feel differently about the game. Uh, the first one, I didn't know if Clemson had the, had the, had the juice to stay with them. Obviously they stay, they get the late backdoor cover. Uh, we see Watson is maybe the best player on the field. Um, and right then you saw that they were not scared of that Alabama jersey. Following year, obviously Deshaun wins it. Uh, last year was about as ugly as you can get for Kelly Bryant. And I think that got that ball rolling. 
Uh, so Clemson had to, you know, wake up and realize they need more offense. And here we are. And I'm still not sure about this game. It, the line's down to four and a half. The over-under's down to 58 and a half. I saw maybe some rain in the forecast for Monday. And I am not I, – I, I, as fired up and – and I'm totally jacked for this game. I can't wait to be on the field and take it all in and see what – you know, who answers punch for punch because I am expecting a an enormously high-level football game. But it's just one where it's so hard to pick. It, it, it is, and I think another unknown is what's going to ha- wind up happening with the field, because if field was not great uh, the other the other day for the uh, for the for the Oregon uh, Red State Box. game, Red Box, yes, Bowl. yes, and uh, we're supposed to get rain this weekend, so I, yep. I would expect pretty poor playing conditions. In terms of the feel, I, I, I think like, like what you saw, Red Box, what you saw in the Fiesta Bowl with guys, mainly a lot of DBs uh, mm. slipping all over the place. I, I think that could go a long way into uh, determining uh, the, the the scoring level of this game. I, personally, I think bad footing favors an offense because at least they know where they're going, and I exactly. think that likely leads to to bigger plays, longer touchdowns, uh, more points. So we'll, we'll see if the rain this weekend uh, does come into play and, and how that might affect the field. Yeah, and, and when you look at that specifically, Bear, with the matchup, I I mean, there's so much to like about both sides of the ball for each team. But I really, really like the Bama receivers and Tua against this Clemson secondary. And, you know, I got caught uh, thinking that Notre Dame could do it. Uh, with their size at the receiver position and, you know, they got caught behind and then they, you know, were forced to, you know, play their hand and Clemson had that, had that waiting with the defensive line, you know, printing their ears back. But the, the amount of, I mean, I hear guys say all the time, the amount of twitch that they, these receivers have for Bama that they could get open at any time. Uh, I just, that's the thing that keeps popping in my head. It's Tua getting rid of the football, knowing guys can separate so fast. On any you know any down and distance, and that kind of makes me think that I'm not saying that they're going to take the defensive line of Clemson out of the game, but that I like that matchup. I like Tua. I know what he can do. Um, so that's where I lean on on, on Alabama's offense. Uh, you know, when I look at this matchup, if I if I want to get a lean one way or another against you know a matchup against another you know side of the ball. Well, I, I think if you look at uh, the Alabama offense uh, going into these meetings with Clemson. Uh, yep. The previous three, this is by far like the, the, the best passing game that Alabama has mm-hmm. brought into a matchup. You look, in 2015, uh, they were 51st in terms of expected points for the passing game. 2016, they were 40th. Last year, they were 27th, and there was talk that Tua was going to play in that game. And this year, they're first. So while Clemson has had a lot of success uh, against the Alabama offense uh, in, in, in beating them and nearly beating them in, in, in 15 as well, uh, this is definitely going to be the biggest challenge uh, for the Tigers. And that's one of the reasons why uh, in, in this game, uh, I think there are a few props to look at uh, surrounding the passing game. And, and I think uh, Henry Ruggs to score at plus 115 is a, re- is a really good one. Uh, this is Love a guy it. who scored in nine of their 14 games this year. Two of the games he didn't score were Citadel 
and the Georgia game where Tua was hurt. So really, in like the 12 games where he's played with Tua, like he's had, he scored nine of them. Um, I, I think he matches up from a physicality standpoint with the Clemson wide receivers. You saw him win that, the Clemson DBs rather. You saw him win that ball in the Orange Bowl uh, for a touchdown. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think he, I think he, him to score is a good bet. And, and I think if you look at the, um, the, 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 the prop on longest touchdown in the game at 52, 52 and a half, I, I think it's an over. Uh, if you yeah. go back the last three years, we've had six touchdowns scored of over 50 yards in the title game. And I think not only with the Alabama wide receivers against the Clemson defensive backs, I think on the other way with Ross and Higgins and those guys, as well as ETN being a home run hitter at running back, I would expect that there'd be another long touchdown on this one. So those are, I think a lot of the matchups favor the offenses in this game, especially without Dexter Lawrence for Clemson and even more so the lack of Christian Miller on that Alabama defensive line. Yeah, I want to I want to touch on on Alabama's defensive line uh, in a second, but just going back to that, it's funny how you said rugs, man. That's what I was looking at. I looked at his yardage, which is forty nine and a half for receiving yards, Henry Ruggs, and then obviously the score touchdown plus one fifteen. He's just that guy that I think there's two things that factor into me liking that. Tua loves throwing to him. You know, and he trusts him. He trusts all his guys. But in the red zone, you see the times he gives him, you know, opportunities to make a play. And Ruggs is the guy who, no matter where they line up, they know he can beat the matchup. You know, they'll move Irv Smith out to try and free somebody else up. You know, they'll, they'll put somebody else, you know, Devontae will, will line up in a slot and, and he'll line up differently, you know, as an outside receiver. I think, and, and Judy's, you know, as good as it comes, but Ruggs is the guy I feel like they, where he lines up has the most purpose in their offense. And I think Tua is always looking at him and I do like to, you know, for him to score. Uh, cause I mean, he could take it to the house too. You mentioned over 52 and a half, but Ruggs just feels like that, that red zone guy to me that, that gets the ball. You know, if Tua has a third down and he, you know, wants to give a guy to make a play, Ruggs looks like, feels like the guy that's getting the, getting the ball thrown to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Not to say that, uh, Devontae Smith and those guys can't make plays as well as evidenced by oh, no. uh, the title, the title game last year, but yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think Ruggs is the, uh, in terms of most likely to score and the guy where you're in the red zone, he's the guy that he's the guy that, uh, that, that I think two is looking for. Uh, on the other side, I feel like it's, it's weird. Um, I feel Saban was really, really happy. Like, uh, you know, after the game, I got a chance to talk to him for a little bit as he came on with Van Pelt. And I don't want to say, he, you know, breath of fresh air or a sigh of relief or this stuff, but he felt, I think, I don't know, vindicated with what he knew that offense brought into the table with Kyler Murray. I think he was really satisfied with how his team played. They jumped out to the lead. He said, he said it was the most difficult offense he's ever had to prepare for. Yeah, that's, and that's what I was going to say. And then I come back, and I because I, I wasn't able to see him in the press conference, and then you hear him say that. So – to me, I think he knows, you know, everybody wants to, that's why I'm waiting. To, have you seen a Trevor Lawrence rushing yards over under? I know Trevor he lost. I, I haven't seen it. I saw, I saw a touchdown prop for him, uh, the over under it, uh, yeah. like two and a half touchdowns. And I saw the, the passing yard prop for him uh, or the completion rather. I think like 22 or something like yep. that, but, uh, I, I haven't seen anything else. 
he and, and just getting back to Saban, he knew that he was giving up Kyler Murray to run and him running. You know, he was going to mix in the man coverage, and if Kyler saw that, then he was going to take it. And you know what? It worked because they had such a big lead, and he just said, do what you want. But when I look at Clemson's offense against Saban, I think Saban knows that there's not that du- that dual threat guy behind center now. Like as good as Lawrence is throwing the ball, and don't get me wrong, I, I haven't seen the ball come out of a kid's hand like that in, in a couple years. Um, and he and he could light you up throwing the ball. But I think it's easier to prepare for that, knowing that the quarterback is not a, a is not a run option or a dangerous run option, and all these RPOs that they do run. Yeah, and I, I think that's a good point because I mean, if you saw, like you said, you saw the Notre Dame game. I think there is this this misconception that he can't run or whatever, but he he can he he did a really good job eluding the rush of Notre Dame, and maybe they weren't necessarily design plays, but but he has the ability to 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 to, to elude sacks and maybe make a little something out of nothing. We're not talking about. Huge plays, but but he's got just enough ability to, to 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 get out of a bad situation where I think he can. Uh, I agree. I do think he can wind up making a uh, something out of nothing in certain situations. Yeah, and uh, I want to do more on that Clemson offense, uh, just especially Lawrence here. But uh, let's take a break first. Uh, uh, yeah, Bear. Along with that, with the Lawrence stuff, I just is it scary how easy he made it? He makes things look. It, it it is, but it isn't. It, it, it's interesting because I I don't think people fully grasp how good and how special uh, th- this kid is. Would be I think maybe because uh, two has been so great this year and Kyler Murray has been so great this year. I, I don't think uh, how Lawrence has played as a true freshman this year it, it has really gotten the the recognition that it deserves. If you look at the numbers. Uh, since Trevor Lawrence came back from that injury, like what Clemson is putting up offensively, it's it's the exact number of points per game that Alabama has all year, and and since the uh, the weight game, Clemson's actually putting up more yards per game than Alabama is on the season. So, like he has this Clemson offense operating at a very very high level, and uh, I would expect to see that continue on a. Uh, on Monday night, because remember as well, this is a Clemson offense now that is much more similar to what we saw in 2015 and 2016 with Deshaun and that passing ability than what we saw last year where you had Kelly Bryan who like, they couldn't even try mm-hmm. and, and then throw the ball downfield. So uh, I, I think you're going to see some greatness from this offense on Monday. Uh, another prop relating to the uh, – the couple of props actually relating to the Clemson offense is because I think the, the numbers are there. I think if you look at Justin Ross, uh, his his receiving yard total is sixty nine and a half. Guy's coming off his best game uh, against Notre Dame, and I certainly think he could be in the four catches for eighty yards type type area. And then T Higgins to score as well. Uh, he's yeah. the money to score a touchdown. And if you look at Clemson's biggest games this year, exclude the Syracuse game because Lawrence got hurt, and that was a completely different game. He scored in all of their big games. He's yes. a guy who finds the end zone. And like we were talking about with Ruggs and Tua, I think there's a comfort level where, where, where Lawrence knows that Higgins is a guy 
who's who's going to find the end zone. And, and when they're in that area, I mean, yeah, he's got Renfro as well, but but Higgins is the real guy who can can go, can go up and make a play for for that Tigers offense. Because those are two other props that uh, I think uh, if you're looking for good matchups for the Clemson offense, I think uh, those are two good ones. Who do you think accumulates more passing yards or receiving yards, Alabama or Clemson? Clemson. Okay. Clemson. I, I think Alabama will have the ability to – I think it's going to be – not that it's going to be easy. I think it will be easier to run for Alabama on Clemson's defense than it will be for Clemson against Alabama's defense. And that's not saying that, that ETN won't be able to, to – to, Go have nine carries for ten yards, and then on the tenth carry, he's gonna bust a forty yard. I mean, that that could easily yeah. happen. But but I think consistency, consistently over the course of the game, uh, I think Alabama will be the team that has a little bit more success on the ground. And then I wanted to get to get your thoughts on that. Oh, one other thing on Lawrence. Now I'm playing a huge devil's advocate. I, the kid has absolutely blown me away this year. But what do you think of the notion of? Leaning towards Bama because Lawrence really hasn't been tested. He's made it look so easy. Syracuse game, he goes out, unfortunately, with an injury. A&M, to me, that game seems more Kelly Bryant won that with his feet. Do you, do you worry about Lawrence not being in the, in the mix of adversity in a game and with this on the line? I don't think it's necessarily the adversity. Yes, it's true yep. that he hasn't taken a snap in the second half with them trying this year. I think it's more concern and more worry with what Nick Saban and the Alabama defense can do. Uh, I think some of those late blitzes, some of those late late changes at the line of scrimmage, those are things where I think maybe that could cause uh, Trevor's eyes to get a little confused and maybe uh, – create some problems, but I, I think the, the bigness of the stage, that doesn't bother me. It's more schematically what, what Alabama can do that would be the thing that would potentially cause a problem for me. Because I, I okay. think you did, you did see at times in that Notre Dame game, Clark Lee and Notre Dame did do some things which caused some problems, but then when you, when you, when you, when you have the injuries that Notre Dame had in the secondary, that made it a lot harder uh, for the Irish to continue to do those things, and ultimately uh, the, the mismatch in the secondary really proved itself. But I just go back to, you know, it's, it, I'm sorry, I just go back to things I've seen in this matchup, and it, it just really um, opened my eyes to Dabo because that game, it was at 16 when Clemson won in Tampa. They were relentless throwing those fades to those big receivers. Yep. And that ended up being the difference in the game. And people say, oh, you know, you know, the Alabama fans was like, you know, uh, they could have called this and they could have called that. That's their offense, man. They, they roll the dice and they love throwing those deep balls because they have so much trust in those receivers. And that's the, that's the main point that still scares me about Clemson as I as I'm leaning towards picking Bama is there's a lot of youth in that secondary you know you've heard plenty of times about um you know that uh uh this is the worst defense that that Saban's had at Bama but on the other side man I think they learned a ton about themselves against Oklahoma am I nuts no you're not nuts and I and I think if you're if you're Clemson and you're the Clemson offensive staff and you're watching that Oklahoma tape, Patrick Sertan's going to be a great player, going to be an All-American. 
But I, I think it's pretty obvious what Oklahoma, uh, what their game plan was. Yeah, they fell behind, and it, maybe it was a little bit of the game was already out of hand. But they really had some success in attacking Sertan in that second half. And, and I would be shocked if Clemson didn't notice that and at least attempt to, to, do, to do the same thing here. Yeah, I, 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 that, that's, that's the game to me, I think, is what can Alabama do to help Sertan out? You mentioned he's a you know, top defensive player in the, in, in the high school class last year. Uh, Oklahoma, if they had more time, guess what they were going to go with the football last week as we were there in Miami. Uh, I want to go over to the other side, back to the other side. You mentioned um, the ability, you, you have more confidence in Alabama being able to run the ball better than Clemson running the football. I look at the running backs. What is it, Damian Harris? His over-under rushing yards is 50 and a half. I don't know about that one. I mean, he, you could tell he kind of, he sort of, to me on the field, it felt like he went in the doghouse after that fumble that got reviewed and, you know, he, he was fortunate enough to get the touchdown. Mm-hmm. But man, I like, I like my man eight and, and I still think, uh, Najee oh, Jake, is, is, Jake, is, is, is Jake, a difference. Jacobs is a man. Yeah. And Woo. I think those are the two guys. So like running the football, I look at, I look at maybe under Damian Harris, 50 and a half yards. What do you think? That, that, that's a possibility. And, and I, I'm thinking back as we're talking about, uh, Jacobs and the Alabama running game now. I'm thinking of that game in 2016 where the reason Alabama lost is because of Clemson running it so many plays and ultimately yep. it took a lot out of the Alabama defense and the Tigers Absolutely. controlled the fourth quarter. Might this be a situation where Alabama, yeah, yes, and we, we know Alabama can go up and down, but might this be a situation where maybe they, 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 they are looking to maybe run the ball a little bit more to try and keep something in the tank for the fourth quarter? Because, I mean, we, we thought that might be a possibility against Oklahoma, and then they just got up 28 and the game was over. So I'll, I'll be curious to see how they want to, uh, what, what their game plan looks like on, uh, on Monday night, because playing Clemson is a whole lot different uh, than playing Oklahoma. Because against Oklahoma, you knew you could score whenever you wanted to. Uh, I don't know and, if they and, could score whenever they want Monday. And that's what's crazy, you know. Uh, Alabama gets well. I got the drive chart up. Alabama gets the ball, you know, onside kick up forty-five thirty-four, and they're just trying to run it out. And they're not even trying to get yards; they're just trying to get a first down here. Uh, first play, Damian Harris, eleven yards. Next play, five yards. Next play, two yards. Next play or later in that series, two yards. So right there is almost over 20 yards rushing, and they're not even trying to get the ball. That That's that's a huge key is, is the style of Alabama's play calling. I mean, that's a good point by you. Yeah, and, and I, I think if you look you look as well, it, I, I think, what do you make of, like, I mean, it's, it's crazy how neither of these special teams units really have had Stellar years. I mean, and just and just segueing over to another part of the game, like like Yugle, it was great his first couple of years, but uh, is mm-hmm. a guy who has really struggled this year. And, and we know the Alabama uh, kicking situation has never been uh well ha- hasn't been a good one in, in, in a while. So I'll be curious to see. I, I guess I would still have more confidence that in a big spot, if Clemson needed a field goal, I'd feel better about Yugle making it than I would. Uh, Alabama. 
Okay. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the conditions also too with those, with that, with that type of stuff in this game. Yeah, with the, with the footing, exactly. Uh, all right. So what, 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 I, I've exhausted everything I got. Um, uh, I, do you have anything more game wise? I mean, I, I, I think another prop maybe to look at. I know it's a bit of a, um, uh, a heavy juice to lay, but the, the, the defensive special teams touchdown prop on here. Uh, the yes, no, no. Will, will there be one? No is minus 220. And, and I think that's, that might be the way to go. If you look at the last 11 title games, there have been only three non-offensive touchdowns scored in those games. So while it looks like it's a juicy prop, the yes to take the yes, uh, this isn't the Alabama defense special teams from a couple of years ago that had 15 uh, on the year. They only have nine in the last two years combined. So they haven't been as opportunistic in getting those big plays. And I think uh, the, the fact that Miller and Lawrence aren't on the field, that also hurts the ability uh, for defenses to maybe create uh, points. So uh, I, I like the no there. Um, if, if we're looking for, if you want just some other nuggets, uh, I, I think you look at Alabama, uh, the last five times they've been favored by less than seven points. Uh, they're one in four against the number. Uh, yeah. The one cover was last year against Clemson in, in the semi where they really just outclassed Alabama, Clemson on, on the defensive side of the ball in that matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at Clemson, last nine bowl games, eight and one against the number. Last eight times they've been a dog in a ball game, seven and one against the number with six outright wins. I mean, they're, 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 a lot of the historical trends do favor uh, Clemson, and, and I, but, I, but I think I think on the field it, there are a lot of things that favor Clemson as well uh, that, that that we've talked about. Now it, it's bad because I mean the guys on the set asked me uh, that initial thought the, the morning of the morning after the game, like what, what I thought, and I was like Clemson plus six six and a half. Seems like a good bet, but like right now, I couldn't, I couldn't feel good about knowing I had an opportunity to to, to take Clemson a plus six and a half, and then take him at four and a half. Now, I, mm. I would almost just take Clemson on the money line at, at like plus eighty or plus one ninety or whatever they are, and, and go that route. And maybe this number comes down even more. And by game night, uh, maybe you're looking at minus four or something like that. And maybe if you if you want to maybe take a little chance against something uh, against that money line maybe you take a little bite on on Alabama minus minus the, the number it just it feels like this is either a Clemson outright win or Alabama wins and covers I mean I, I don't know how you feel but that's kind of the way the way I see the game it's it's so hard I mean I'm just still Trying to go back and forth. I've been doing it since I got on the plane leaving leaving Miami um, Sunday morning, and it's it's you know I, I th- I th- one thing I, I don't know if we touched on enough is that the Clemson D line they they came back for this game. We mentioned Lawrence is out, but like they're here, man. Like that that taste. Like, would you rather be the team that lost last year or rather team that won? Do you think that even matters with it being you know the fourth time? In four years, uh, that's stuff that I try not to look into because that's a motivation. That's an emotional thing. That's really, really hard to handicap, in my opinion. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Tua. Um, I, I like the the versatility of that offense a little bit better. And as good as he's been, I just can't see 
Trevor Lawrence being that is he'll be the first true freshman to win a title since Jamel Holloway, right? Yep. Yep. Sure. I, will. I just I just I don't know. I I I I take my chances with Tua uh, in this spot because I think he has more options offensively. I think if Bama, I mean, God forbid if Bama ever jumped out. Not saying twenty eight nothing, but if Bama could play with a lead here, that's that's. I think whoever has the lead is a totally different game the way it's played. Does that make any sense to you? Oh, it, it absolutely does. Okay. And, and, and another thing, if you do like Bama, I mean, I think you need to – we brought up the fact that this is the best passing offense that Alabama has brought up into these matchups. And what you what you said to you before, uh, before, earlier about talking with Nick after the game and just how relieved he was to get yep. through that game, I think it would you would be hard-pressed to find – a time, a, a time when Alabama played two consecutive, just sloppy games in terms of penalties and mistakes, and just giving up a bunch of big plays in the second half that made that final score look a lot. I mean, I would expect Alabama to to play a lot better uh, than they did uh, against Oklahoma, and that's a scary thought to think that they didn't even play a great game. Uh, sloppy, a little prob- sloppy. A little sloppy. They played, yeah. They, they came out, they took care of business, left no doubt. Win probability mm-hmm. was through the roof after that first quarter, but it got a little sloppy, left a lot of points in the field, some dumb penalties. So I, I think they'll clean that up as well. But, uh, you know, we've talked about it all year long. The, the list of teams that can beat Alabama is two. It was Clemson and it was Georgia. <laughs> and now they draw Clemson. So this is, this is one of two teams that can really match up. Uh, with Ohio State, from I'm not with Ohio State, with, uh, with with Alabama from a physical standpoint, and athletic. I mean, I think well, Alabama's what 55 and three over the last four years, and Clemson's what 54 and four or something like that. It's something ridiculous like that. And the two teams have been number one in the poll each of the last 48 weeks, I think it is. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's clear, it, it's just ridiculous the dominance uh, that these two teams have had over the last two years, and I, and I can't wait for Monday night. Oh, it's I, I I can't. I every time I get more excited about it, and uh, it's 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 here. Um, so if you want to do a big Mike happy recap, what are you what are you gonna go with her? We gotta I write our go. columns on ESPN.com. So yes. this I would think the, the what you say here is gonna be in your column. Yes, yeah. The okay. column column is written submitted. So I would go. I'd go Clemson money line. I would big for big Mike. I would go Henry Ruggs to score. I'd go longest touchdown over 52 and a half yards. I'd go no on the defensive special teams touchdown. I'd go okay. T. Higgins to score, yes. And I'd go Justin Ross over 69 and a half receiving yards. That's where, uh, that's where I would land. A lot, lot of props in this game. And I think that's the way to play because it, 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 because this is a game where I, we, we've been talking about that South Point prop all year and whether it's skewing or clouding my judgment at all. I, I don't know, but. It's good to be in a spot where, for at least from my standpoint, I really don't worry about who wins Monday night because uh, I've got them on that. We've got, we both got them on that uh, CFP yeah, uh, five versus the field, so uh, that'll be a good feeling to go cash that next month. Um, I am I nuts here if it's four and a half. Where, where do you see this line going off at? Well, I how much lower do you think you can get? I think that's the question. I don't think Is, it goes below it, four. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. But I mean, 
I, I, I think at this point, if anything, there'll be a buyback on Alabama. I mean, if it were to hit four, I think there would be an immediate buyback because of the, uh, the, the, the loss of the hook. But I'd be surprised if it dipped below. I mean, if it went to three and a half, I, I think I would be very surprised. But I, I think, I, I think it might, you might get a little bit of a, it might hit four and then it might buy back and then it might, might want to, might, might, might wind up settling at five or five and a half, I think. I, I, yeah. I, I think they'll wind up being some more, uh, I think most of the most of the people and the predictions that I've I've heard so far have been on Clemson. Uh, that worries me a little bit, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I, I mean, I think we had a, a similar conversation in fifteen and a similar conversation in sixteen, where I had Clemson in both of those games, and fifteen they covered, had a fourth quarter lead, couldn't hang on. Then sixteen they wound up winning as a big dog. So, uh, and I think a lot, I think Clemson was a very attractive dog those years as well. So mm. we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bama right now. It's at four and a half. I'm gonna take Bama right now. That line, if it changes though, it's gonna make me adjust. Because uh, I mean, if it goes to four, I might as well just say take the money line because that's probably gonna get you. That might get you under under two hundred, right? Pretty close. Probably yeah, maybe around. Because I think right now it's what two. I was thinking like minus five would be like two ten. Right, yeah. probably. Well, let's, let's, let's see what it is right now. I'm sure it's. I, I'm, yeah, I, I see two twenty right now on the money line. So yeah, I think okay. if it clicks down to four, you're, you're probably going to be. And actually, it's two hundred at win right now as we're doing this. So yeah, yeah, you'll you'll uh, yeah, you'll definitely get um, it'll, it'll definitely be under two hundred if it winds up hitting four. So that would uh, that would probably be a uh, that wouldn't be a bad proposition as well if you do like Bama. Yeah, and I I I'm going with the over until I see the better uh, weather forecast. But I would say over, uh, 58 and a half an hour it is. I think the winning team definitely, I'm, I just keep looking at 32, 27. That gets me there barely. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say, I, I, I expect both teams to get into that. I was looking like a 35, 31 type game, I think seems to make a lot of sense. I, so, so, yeah. something, I think both teams I, can, can very easily get to the thirties. Yeah. I saw Alabama's team totals 32, Clemson's is 27. Um, I, yeah, I could see 38, 31, 38, 34, something like that. So I'm going to lean Bama. I don't love it at all. Uh, I would like, I think I like the over better than that. I do like rugs to score and I would love to see a prop on Renfro catches. Uh, just cause I think he's going to be the guy they really, really lean on. Um, if things get tight, knowing that he can get open in a, in a little area and, uh, keep the ball away from Alabama. So I, I would look to see Renfro catches. I'm sure that'll come out over the weekend. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, any any quick thoughts on the Bison in the uh, in the FCC FCS championship it's up to game? Sixteen no, and no, a half. It's up to, it was fourteen this morning, and now it's up to the sixteen and a half. That seems like it, 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 14, 14 and a half, I was all in, I and mean, I guess I shouldn't be scared off if it's sixteen now. If they can uh, send Chris Kleiman out a uh, a, a winner with another uh, national championship. Yeah, I mean, I can't go against, I can't go against the Bison. I think this, I said it earlier this year, I thought this, this might be his best team. Um, and they are, they are hung, they play so hungry, man. It's, uh, it's awesome to watch. Uh, that's noon Saturday, uh, on ESPN. Um, now this game's played, uh, in Frisco, Texas, which is always dicey weather wise around the, around this time of year, but I see 64 and sunny. So that's awesome 
Weather won't play a factor. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this game. You mentioned North Dakota State trying to win for their coach on, on his way out to go take that Kansas State job. So, I mean, it's the FCS title game. I can't go against the Bison Bear. There's no way. Yeah, I, 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 I'd probably lay, lay the points if I had to in that game as well. But, but we'll, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, people are listening before that game starts. And, uh, if you're listening after that game started and we have a loser, well, good for you. You, 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 you chose a good time to listen and not, and not, and not get an L. Very good. Uh, let's hopefully grab a meal, uh, this weekend before the game. All right. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll pl- plenty of, plenty of weekend to go. Maybe, uh, a meal and maybe uh, watch a little uh, little National Football League playoff action. See if uh, see if you guy uh, twelve can uh, pick uh, up a road win for the Colts. So awesome being in Nashville Sunday night to see that and, and see Andrew after the game, man. It's rooting for him like I, I don't root for anyone else in the sport, man. I absolutely love the guy and seeing what he's overcome. So definitely root for the Colts here. You got any picks for the NFL? Um, I, a buddy of mine sent me a really interesting note uh, and I haven't confirmed. I don't know where he heard it or, uh, or where he read it, but it was something along the lines of, uh, like the last 10, uh, home favorites on wild card weekend of less than a field goal were like one, eight and one against the number. And, oh. and that, and that, I mean, and you're looking at, uh, the, the, all three of those teams fit that mold this year, this week, right? There. The, the Texans, the the Cowboys, and the Ravens. So, uh, I will say this: I haven't heard one person pick the Texans yet. Um, uh, that could potentially bode poorly uh, yeah. for the Colts. Uh, I do like the Seahawks, though. See, and, I, that's, and that's that game. the game. That's the game that I feel like no one's picking the home team. I, I feel like no one thinks Dallas is winning. And I, I, I've, I've, again, I'm with you there, and, and I think the Chargers have taken a bunch of, uh, a bunch of money and a bunch of thoughts as well. I mean, I, I think the, I think the road teams are all, are all very, very, very live underdogs in the public side this week. Uh, I, I actually like the Bears in the other game. I know, uh, I, I think the narrative has been, uh, all the, the Bears did themselves a disservice. By uh, letting the, the Eagles in the in the playoff by by like going to Minnesota and winning, I mean, that yeah. was a, I mean, what, why do you, why would you let, let the Eagles in a team that's playing well and you what you can have Kirk Cousins on your your home field in Chicago and just and, and beat the Vikings into the ground again? But uh, Chicago defense is playing well. Uh, They're awesome, and, and and I think at home the Bears are definitely good for a. Uh, for, 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 for one win. So, uh, I, I, I normally, I, I hate laying that many points in a playoff game, uh, against a hot team, but, uh, I, I, I would lay that six, six and a half with the Bears. If I gave you, uh, if I gave you, if you were in a draft and you had the number two pick for a team to win the Super Bowl, the Saints are off the board. Who are you picking? Chargers. Wow. Okay. All so right. I think they play better away from home, and, and that's going to be their road. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think that and I think they're getting healthier on offense. I, I mean, look, they could very easily lose uh, in, <laughs> in Baltimore. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I like that team a lot. I mean, I, I don't. I, they, I think the Chiefs have kind of peaked. Um, the, the yes. Patriots have so just the Rams. Given, the Patriot the Rams have kind of peaked. The Patriots have given up. A ton of, a ton of yards on the ground and I'm, 
I'm, I'm not I'm not sold. Like I, I don't think the Chargers would be scared going going to Gillette if that's where they had a play. I, I, that's the I, game I, I, I want think, to see. Yeah, I, I'd love to see that too. You could t- maybe you could take a trip up there too. I'd be nearby. All right, if you can get tickets, let's field, go. Field, field trip. All right, road trip. I like it. All right. Um, all righty. That's going to do it uh, for us. We will uh, we'll catch you sooner than you think. I think we're going to have some stuff in the near future to uh, yeah to yeah. talk about. And uh, I don't stuff. know. Maybe we uh, wheel out a Super Bowl podcast and throw some more props if we do good with the props in this do. game. Could be some well props. We'll get some uh, definitely uh, NCAA tournament. Well, uh, if nothing before, maybe some uh, if they post some uh, early odds to win the title type uh, stuff as well. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll bet something around, and I think yeah, I, I, I think for most people, it could be uh, an unfortunate situation of maybe seeing and hearing a bit more from us in the future than you'd like. Very good. Uh, well, that that'll do it for me. I will see you very soon in San Jose. Yep. You can take us away. And uh, before I officially take you away, thanks for uh, to everyone out there for uh, for listening and and uh, the feedback and the interact going back and forth throughout the course of the year. Um, it's been a uh, a lot of fun. And my man, my, my my colleague here, crushed it this year. Had an unbelievable year, and uh, it was it was it was a lot of fun. So um, always remember, the less you bet, the more you lose when you win.